0: Hey, punters, and welcome to Winning Post's preview podcast for the weekend on Saturday, October 3. John Barker here from Winning Post joining me. My colleagues, Joel Marshall and Daniel Nuttall. Well, Joel, it is a massive weekend of racing coming up. We've got three group ones at Randwick, one at Flemington. We've also got a golden ticket into the Melbourne Cup up for grabs. And the first of the black type two-year-olds stepping out. So, don't know where to look
1: for a highlight. What's uh, what? Which race are you most looking forward to this week? Well, the, the race I had the hardest time doing the form for was the Epsom. Gee, I think I've narrowed it down to about thirteen. It is a hard, hard race. Um, the other group ones, obviously, you got the smallest field in the flight. Although I'm going against the grain there, against the two that are dominating the market and there's there's probably sort of you know three three or four winning hopes even though it's only a small field and then I think the Metrop even though it's a big field we're probably narrowing that down to sort of a handful of chances I think there's a bit a bit of a tail to this year's Metrop but uh, obviously the two two two-year-old races uh, are always exciting and there looks to be a couple of very smart youngsters uh, lining up in both of those races.
0: Uh, Yes well you mentioned the Epsom being a tough race and uh, you've got one at a bit of value for us no spoilers at this stage but uh, it is on the front page of your winning post Uh, Daniel the Turnbull is the main race in Melbourne and as I've written in this week's winning post it's uh, set weights and penalties which uh, makes it fairly unusual in the uh, in the group one calendar and it means that Some, obviously, are better weighted than others, uh, but that doesn't necessarily work out because uh, these penalties are based on wins in uh, decent prize money races over the past year and a bit. Uh, Now, Kingsville Dream got in on the minimum uh, or got in without a penalty last year and did win, but it doesn't often happen. Uh, Are you confident you've found one that's well weighted on Saturday?
2: Yeah, look, it's um it's a very, very strong contest, isn't it? Like a horse like Finch who I've given a chance, not on top, but um I think well weighed at fifty four and a half kilos. Of course he hasn't won any of those big races, but he's run terrifically well in some feature races, including this one last year, um, when seconds a Kingswell Dream. Um so I think he's one of those. But yeah, look, it was hard to sort of narrow down on one. I think there will be a couple of um bets in this race, but um yeah, looking forward to the to the day. Um, obviously, Flemington, nine races, all all stakes, great, right? and plenty of good punting punting races, um, a good chance to make a buck, I think. Well, as you mentioned, all stakes races at
0: Flemington, not quite all at Randwick, but still plenty, so there's plenty to get through. We're taking it right through the black type on Saturday, and we will start at Randwick, and the first of the black type is race two, Keeneland Jim Crack Stakes, 1,000 metre group three set weights for the two-year-old fillies, uh, Joel. And if my memory serves this, this Jim Cracken Breeders, there's very often one that uh, has absolutely stood out. Doesn't always win, but there's uh, one in this case, and you are with her.
1: Yeah, number four, in Far from the Mar, used to stable, arguably the pick of uh, of the all the two-year-olds, boys and girls, on what we've seen to date just cruised to, uh, to the line for James McDonald and, and won impressively by a clear margin in the quickest time of the morning uh, for her trial. So, yeah, she I think she was 2.40 on Monday when Noms went up straight away into eighty. So everyone wants to be with her. Uh, 12 total babe can give her a bit of a run for her money from the right stable. She also won her trial quite impressively. Uh, two avaricious might be the one that a bit of value from the Lee Curtis yard. I thought her trial was quite good on a different morning. And one authentic jewel did hit the line strongly in her trial. She's a, a well-bred filly that cost a fair bit of money, but I'm four, 12, two, and
2: one. Yeah, hard to go past Entha. Isn't a what she's shown or based on what all these two-year-olds have shown she deserves to be favorite. And for the reason Charles outlined, she's on top. Probably much of a betting race for me. I thought the 12 as well. Total babe was the, was the biggest threat. Um let, Plenty of pace in her trial and kicked clear late there. So recorded a nice win. Uh, the one authentic jewel, uh, like the way she hit the line in hers and avaricious, I thought. Another who's speedy. One of these extreme choice fillies you get to see for the first time. Uh, similar numbers, 4-12, 1 and 2.
0: The males division of the two-year-old at Randwick on Saturday is race three. It is the Arrowfield Breeders' Plate. 1,000 metres for two-year-old Colton Geldings at Group 3 level, Joel.
1: Yeah, with the favourite, again, six Kalashnikov. Jumped well, travelled, responded when Hugh Bowman asked him to at the top of the straight and put a gap on his rivals. Won his trial by five lengths. He's got a bit of a tricky gait, but I think the gait speed he showed in that trial suggests he could overcome it. Uh, four construct. Now, he drew wide in his trial, was snagged back to last, finished off strongly down the outside, I think, from gate two. It won't shock at all to see him settle closer, and that'll give him a really good chance 12 Shaquiro is an interesting runner. Chris Wallace obviously got that Queensland base and he trialed on the Gold Coast, jumped fast, sat on speed and then came clear for a really good win. So he's obviously showed them plenty for them to to come to Sydney for the Breeders' Plate. And 11 Retrieval, I, I liked his trial win because he had to navigate a bit of traffic and was sort of urged along. He would have gained a lot of experience from that. Just gate 15 makes things tricky. I am six from four, 12 and 11.
2: Team Snowden with uh, excellent hands in this with Kalashnikov, uh, son of Capitalists, who, of course, won this race for the Snowdens in uh, 2015. First look at these um, yeah, new season Capitalists, <clears throat> two-year-olds, a dominant troll victory on by five. was hard to go against him based on what he did at, at the, the trolls. I think the table might four construct. Um, can run a very good race, sort of came off them and worked to the line nicely. Two Astrologer Star Turn Colt, um, three hundred thousand dollars purchased. Uh, like the way he looked in his troll and the twelve as well. Uh, Shaquiro from the Wallace Stable, six four two twelve.
0: Race four at Randwick on Saturday is the Quincy Seltzer Hill Stakes, two thousand meter standard weight for age Group Two, worth half a million bucks. Uh, only nine left in it as we speak to you on Thursday afternoon with Finch and very elegant to run in Melbourne. Joel?
1: You know, I've gone one fierce impact. Uh, we probably know him really to be, pet, you know, his pet distance at a mile, but they're trying to get to a Cox Plate, so they're going to give him his chance to, to run a real strong 2,000 metres at, at this Group 1 level, and he gets he, he gets his chance here in a Group 2 that's lacking a little bit of depth. So I'm with him, Fierce Impact, to beat three of Ilias, Blinkers' first time. So interesting gear change at start 31. His fresh run in the Chelmsford was excellent. And then that George Main, you know, it was a fast track. They ran quick time. That race rated really strongly. So this is probably more his go now, 2,000 Blinkers on. I think one of those two will win. I've got a bit of time for number eight, the Dart. Fortunately, I had something small on him last start each way at ridiculous odds, and he just missed running a place behind Probabil. Well, that was a big improvement from him. Best run we've seen from him in Australia. And I know he's not suited against a couple of these at the weights, but he's got a bit of upside now that he's getting up in trip. And too colding. Well, interesting that Chris Waller's... Gone this way with him, 2,000 metres. His only crack was on that very wet track in the Queen Elizabeth, and he put a pen through that. And obviously, he drew very wide in the Doncaster, so it's worth having a go in a race like this. But I've got one on top from 3, 8 and 2.
2: As Joel sort of said, a race those group tends to lacks a little bit of depth, um, which is why I'm giving Gilius a, a chance to record his first win in, in the shade over a year. He's third up into this. He's two runs... So far, back Spell had been pretty good. His first time run was very good in the challenge had ran on hitting the line strongly. Um, some of the best splits of the race. Uh, and he was okay for the line in the George Main. Last start, 2,000 metres. Third up, both ticks. Um, and, yeah, on top for me, the three, the one in next fierce impact. Look, the Russian Camelot last start. That always looks very good now. It was just a little query up to the 2,000 metres. Um, I'd like to see him do it first, but look, there'd be no... No shock if he came in and blew these away. The two and next, Colding, <clears throat> um, respecting Waller's decision to come here, and instead of the uh, instead of the Epsom where he drew wide, and in for fourth, I have the ten, which is just thinking roll along on the speed uh, for a good front-running jockey, Tim Clark, and and uh, be thereabouts, no doubt. Three, one, two, ten. First of the Group Ones at Randwick on Saturday is Race Five,
0: Darley Flight Stake, sixteen hundred meters. At set weights for three-year-old fillies worth half a million and just a seven acceptors, Joel.
1: Yeah, small field, and obviously most people are looking forward to uh, the return clash of Dame Giselle and Hungry Heart. Uh, Dame Giselle's had her measure in the past couple, but I'm going for a bit of a knockout here in number four, Monty Filia. I think the Randwick Mile's going to be right up her alley. Obviously, she's high up in betting for the Victorian Oaks, so probably the is going to suit her better. But I thought she was very good in the T-Row. She was six weeks between runs, coming back from 1500 to 1400 off a heavy nine and back to a dry track. And you know, she got within two and a half lengths of, of Dame Giselle and Hungry Heart there. And I just suspect there's going to be a stack of improvement in her. I think at the value, 8 or $9 would love to have uh, been eighth runners. Would have been a great each-way play. But uh, still, I'm very keen on her. And I think she's going to be very hard to beat Mondafilia. One Dame Giselle, well, she keeps holding out Hungry Heart. And I think she might have her measure again. Um, she's stepping up in distance again, but Ballet Society, oh, damn, she was a really good miler, so I, I haven't really got any issues with the mile. Three Vangelic can control this from the front, and if she can run a strong mile, she'll be hard to get past. And two Hungry Heart, obviously knocking on the door, and there's a key chance. But I'm keen on Montefilia, four from one, three, and two. Well, a tough
2: day to sort of hone in on a special at Sydney. I'm going to make Hungry Heart my best. I think 1,500 metres, she can she turn the tables on James, Dave Giselle. In fairness, I was expecting that to occur in the t rows, but Dave Giselle was too tough and was strong at the end of metres. Um, but 1,600 metres, third up, Hungry Heart. Reading suggests that um, she'll only improve up to this trip, and I think she'll be too good and already been the sort of um, receiver of some support during the week in the market. So the two on top, one, James Giselle in next. I don't think they can fight it out again. Three, Vangelic, who's been leading them up in um, in those contests and, and sticking on well. Hasn't been far away And the four, Montefilia, um, Yeah, I think we'll be improving up to the mile as well. Uh, two on top of one, three and four.
0: Race six at Ramwick on Saturday. Well, we go back to a group two, but it's... Uh certainly an intriguing one it is the busily work where premier stakes 1200 meters weight for age worth half a million bucks and well nature strip as he tends to do beaten first up tunes up here for the everest had a slight mishap in between and uh, joel you're sticking
1: with your old pal classic legend yeah, look, I was very keen on him first up in the shorts and, yeah, wow, what a performance. He was held up in a bit of bother early in the straight but uh, just uh, picked up so quickly. He went from sort of, you know, you, you didn't really want to be on him at the top of the straight from where he was and then got over heels and just launched and won easily. I know he's got to get past nature strip. It's going to be a more, uh, a, more of a test for him but, yeah, no reason for me to jump off. So two to beat one. I think they've got it between them. Three to Prive. He was unbeaten at Randwick for a long time. Last prep, look, he was he kicked off at 1,000 behind Nature Strip, just run off his legs, but he was very strong late, and then he ran well in the Galaxy. And then his next couple, sort of a bit below par, but I'm thinking first up at 1,200 just suits him a lot better. So he's the, I guess the little X factor that might be able to get close to those top two. And I'm a fan of Fasica. I thought she was a bit disappointing first up in the Shirako. She presented at the right time, didn't quite finish it off. That was a quickly run race, though. She'll be fitter for that and can improve. I've gone two from one, three, and seven.
2: Yeah, I'll be watching on this race without a bet. Um, and we're going to have Nature Strip on top. I think he can bounce back after the first step. Second to Gtra uh, has had a bit of controversy since with the trials through James McDonald off and then sort of went around um, under, a, under a hold on Monday just to sort of to pass this, the stewards' test so we can line-up here, I, look, I, I don't think necessarily he's a better horse than Classique Legend, but um, I just think he's got that, that, that X-factor about him at 1,200 metres. Um, he can run out a strong 1,200-metre trip, and he can bounce back second up. So him on top of Classic Legend, not much between them, though, and, um, yeah, not all too confident to have a bet in the race. The, the two you th- were throwing into the um, in the trifectas the first four, same as Joel's Deprive. Obviously goes well at the track and first up. And Fasica, who will settle closer here um, after getting sort of back midfield first up um, in the Scirocco. So one, two, seven, three. The
0: big one at Randwick on Saturday. Second leg of the Quaddy, race seven. TAB, Epsom, 1,600 metres. Group one, handicap. Uh, we have a range with colding out. We have a range of 50 oh. to 56 Kilos, and there is going to be 19 at this stage to face the starter. Joel, you found one at a bit of value.
1: Yeah, look, it's a, it's a bit of a raffle, I think, this race. You know, I was sort of honing in on the four, on the two four-year-old mares, probably all fun star. They both drew badly. Um, they can both win, but I just thought that being the case, I'm happy to go for, for one at a bit of a price here. And 15 reloaded is who I've come up with. He's only won the one race, so it's going to be a big task, second win in an Epsom. But he was very competitive through the autumn. He finished top four in the Hobartville, Ranwick Guineas, and Rosehill Guineas. And there was support for him in the Doncaster. Now, he could have run in that race. They so elected to go to the Carbine Club on the same day. He started 250 and was disappointing. Now, I just don't think he handled the heavy ground there. He's been put on the same path as Colding was last year. So that's tramway into the Bill Ritchie. I thought his tramway run was excellent. And then the Bill Ritchie just developed into a bit of a sprint home. And I just don't think he was suited from back where he was. And he copped a bit of a late check just to uh, exaggerate the margin a little bit. Down to 51. He's a four-year-old stallion. Very well bred. This would be worth plenty for him. So I think he'll be right on song. 15 for me from 11 Probabil. Was in the right spot in the Bill Ritchie. 1-1, ready to strike, but it was a strong win. And she always, you know, she just doesn't run badly, really. And there's little between her and Funstar. We've seen that through their careers. So I think if you like one, you have to like the other. And three star of the Seas, Well, he's knocking on the door for a Group 1 win. Uh, barrier 1, perfect. Look, wet ground, he'd be, you know, probably $4 favourite on top of the ground. I think fives is probably short enough, but he's certainly a, a key winning hope. 15 for me from 11, 12 and 3.
2: I'm with the 12 fun star on top. I think she's ticking over nicely, this preparation over two. Distances are definitely short of her best, 1,200 metres, 1,300 metres. Lots uh, of the mile now. She's a group one winner, third up over the mile. Um, won on this day last year, the flight stakes. <clears throat> Made in group one and uh, get $12 about a horse for her calibre. What is a strong field? I'm about it. Um, I'm going to... Make him the best value of the day. Have a good each way bet on her, the right jockey on board, Glenn Boss. These sort of races, um, and yeah, I think she'll sort of be hard to beat. The 12, fun star, uh, they'll be running on, and, and they'll suit her, obviously, get back from the wide draw. So the 12 on top, three in next, which is Star of the Seas. Drawn, um, Barrier One will get a lovely run, um, lovely run there. <clears throat> uh, saw so- drawn to get a soft run. He's come back in. In career-best form, I think, this time in. Um, very close to the saddle mate Colding at Group 1 level last start and, of course, very elegant at the start prior. Looked to have done enough before that horse kicked back. Um, yeah, career-best form. And with clear running, oh, it'll be hard to beat the start of the seas. Reloaded and Colette, the other two, will um, probably have a small each-way play on at the price. Reloaded, I've been with both runs this time in, and he's done nothing wrong. As Joel said, that down to 51 kilos and... Material right for this, was um, third up last time in fourth and around with Guinea's beaten the length by Shadow Hero and Colette, who I think with a strongly run 1600 meters brings her into play um, with 52 kilos. I think she's ticking over nicely this this preparation. Of course, her, she'll probably be out stretching out over further later in the preparation, but um, I think she's on song and can run a big race at, at each way odds 12, 3, 15, and 14. Last of the group
0: ones at Randwick on Saturday is the Heineken Metropolitan. It too is a handicap. It's over 2,400 metres. It's worth 750,000. Bigger a spread of weights here, 50 at the bottom, 58 at the top. Shared Ambition and Lord Belvedere both running in Melbourne, but uh, we've got four emergencies here with 18 to face the starter. Which way did you go here, Joel?
1: Yeah, I like Nine Hush-Rite, really good each-way play here. He's just a dead-set dry tracker, and he loves going the Sydney direction, and all his form on dry ground in Sydney over distance is just excellent. He rarely runs badly. In fact, only he's really only poor runs when he strikes a wet track, so he should get conditions to suit. He was only beaten a couple of lengths last year on a wet track. That was coming off a Newcastle Cup win. He performed just as well in that race this year, just no match late for Too. Um, so that's the horse that he's got to turn the tables on, but he's going to roll forward third up and take plenty of catching. I've thrown in Zebrowski in for second. He probably had every chance in the Kingston town, but that was his first go 2,000 metres this prep. So I think he deserves, he deserves another chance from a good draw with a light weight. And we know he, he you know showed so much potential earlier this year. Uh, two mugger two, deserved favourite. $3, it's tight enough, but... You know, he's just done such a a great job since arriving in Australia. He's sort of only below-par run was at Wait for Age in the tank on that soft seven track, and he was probably to the end of his prep there too. So I think they're the three standouts for mine, and I've thrown number 12, Rondinella, who's ticking over quite nicely, step up in distance, looks to be up her alley. But nine on top for me
2: from 18, 2 and 12. Similar numbers, different order for me. I'm with the two... Mugger Two just keeps going from strength to strength, uh, rising and trip each time. This preparation and and handling it with class is far too good for them last start. I think Hush Rider, Hush from that race, or was second. in That race can certainly um, gets his chance to bounce back on on a drier track, but I think we will only improve fourth up Mugger Two and um, look be hard to beat. Deserved favourite, as Joel said, Rom Denal the twelve fifty one and a half kilos, a mare of. Uh, Sort of, mean, with most of this preparation, um, she hasn't. I she, she wouldn't have lost too much from She can give herself a little bit to do, but this is a grand final, and we'll get every chance over 2,400 metres. she um, certainly improved with each run this time in. The 9, Hush Rider, I've mentioned, and the 18, Zebrowski, We can run a race at 50 kilos on, on his back. 2, 12, 9, 18 for me.
0: All right. Well, uh, we've taken care of the first three legs of the quaddie in the last leg, which is a benchmark 88. Uh, the boys keen on Godolphin's chances here for James Cummings, Joel with Hilo from a theory, Daniel with, from, with a theory from Stella Pauline and Hilo. So the main ones there look to be four and six, and then you can chuck in one, eight, and ten. If you're going wider, If you, you might have uh, been able to skinny up the first couple of legs of that quaddie. Um, to recap, Joel's best is race five, number four Montefilia, up against Daniel's best, race five, number two Hungry Heart. Daniel's value bet, race seven, number twelve Funstar. Joel, race eight, number nine Hush Writer. Well, Flemington, the spring preview meet is the. Uh, Unfortunately, there will be no crowds there, but it is still spring preview day and there is plenty of quality racing, as Daniel alluded to before, nine races, all black type, and we do start with the two-year-old event, race one, Dali Maribyrnong trial stakes, 1,000 metres at set weights
1: for two-year-olds at listed level, Joel. Yeah, gone with eleven fake love here from the Ma Eustace Yard. Liked her jump out, Sandown and Corfield. They've been very easy work. She looks to have a bit of speed and and uh, yeah, plenty of talent. She's out of a Galaxy runner-up by him, Invincible, so no surprise to see her with that uh, good speed. One General Bow, well, he's uh, the obvious. He won that uh, race at Flemington uh, through the midweek uh, last week, and. Ran right up to his jump outs and, and how the market expected him to. So yeah, he's going to be certainly very hard to beat. Ten Accelerabella, interesting that uh, Waterhouse spots in this Philly south, um, off a, a good win in, a good trial win in Sydney, has to be respected. And eight Vinlago looked pretty sharp winning a Cranbourne jump out. And again, buy I'm invincible. Cost fifty thousand, so they might have got a bit of a bargain there.
2: Eleven on top for me from one ten and eight. With one of the race runners, and that was is General Bow, who won that uh, 900 meter race at Flemington down the straight, beating a couple of these. Did it pretty easy that day. Won the leg in the air on the back of um, some really nice jump outs down the straight. So he's on top. Uh, there's a couple of fillies, uh, th- I think three fillies down the wall, three of the four fillies down the bottom can run a good race. And with Naples in next out of a mare um, called Italy from the Godolphin <coughs> stable, who I was uh, a bit of a fan of few years back, Naples jumped out well um, under a hold there, and looks to have plenty of ability fake love too two jump outs have been very good and cloudy another the Godolphin Phillies um goes in next one twelve eleven and nine
0: yeah, very similar tips to Joel from me fake love general Bo vin Lago 14, fourteen one eight and oh, sorry eleven one eight and ten. Race two at Flemington on Saturday, Seppelt Wines, Poseidon Stakes, 1,100 metres for the three-year-olds at set weights and penalties,
1: Joel. Five Portland Sky for me. I was with him at Caulfield last start off that debut win at Ballarat. And you can make a strong case he should have won. He was travelling beautifully, put in a pocket at the 200 and then had to come over heels. Race was over. He finished fifth. He was 650 there. He meets a couple of those key rivals and you're eating a little bit more. I think he's sort of seven seven fifty about. And speaking to Matt Laurie during the week, he thinks he's a very good horse. This colt and uh, yeah, it just wouldn't shock me at all to see him uh, atone for that unlucky defeat. Eight September run, very good uh, splits. She ran very good splits when winning at Flemington last start down the straight. Excellent win. We saw Swats that win at the Valley last week. To Frank the form. As seven, Minaj comes out of the same race. She ran third, as does six, Mildred, who finished a little bit further back, finished midfield. But she'll be fitter for that and just have to like her two-year-old form. I know she was perhaps a bit underrated there, but, you know, third in the dirt to Ole Kirk, beaten half a length and then beaten half a length Danger So that form's just working out better and better each week. She goes in next, but five on top from eight, seven, and six. Pretty
2: keen on the Waller train September run here, who... um Metro at Valley last Friday in the in the race that was taken by Swatsat pretty impressively uh, she beat Swatsat um, down the straight last start good turn of foot um, win second half so she has that form down the straight that uh, you know she'll be able to handle just fine and and the form around that race has sort of been frank since so keen on her think she's um pretty talented the 8 September run the one in next wisdom of water We'll be following this This spring. Was first up, looked disappointing to the eye in the Dane Hill. Um, it was his first go on affected ground, so willing to give him somewhat of a pass mark. I know he's better than that. think um, he can run an improved race here and, and get double figures to find out. So the main bet September 1 might be, and I'll have a little way nibble on the one, Wisdom of Water. Uh, the five, Portland Sky, obviously talented. And in next, the seven, Menage, he was third behind september run is what's that um, then straight last start can improve second up the filly eight one five seven
0: September run for me as well from Portland sky Minaj and maha so I am eight five seven ten um, if you would like to read joel 's interview with matt Laurie, that 's on page one o three of your winning post or page eleven of your online winning posts and uh, not the only, and also has a pinch of luck there. He is previewing the chances of race three at Flemington on Saturday. Firth, refreshing ale, Paris Lane, stakes, 1,400 metres for four-year-old and up, handicap at listed level, Joel.
1: Yeah, interesting race, this. I think there's a few you can put a pen through, and then you get a couple of sort of up-and-comers, um, the sort of probably badly placed the weights. One of those in particular, twelve Legion Air. But he's well in contention, and I've sided with him. Both runs back have been really good in sort of deep benchmark seventy-eight races there at Caulfield. Sort of came under pressure on the turn last time out. He was strong through the line. Just gave the impression that he was looking for this distance. Now he's never run a bad race. This bloke, and yeah, whilst he is badly off at the weights, I just think he's got that bit of room for improvement. So he's on top for me from four, be good to your mother. I think they have to be aggressive here. They have to uh, try and find the lead at all costs. He's rock hard, fit fourth up coming off a couple of group ones. He's a class runner here and he should be hard to catch if he finds the lead. Eight munitions, the real X factor coming off a 13 month or 14 month spell, but took on some top quality races in France as a three year old. So all lies on the market with him has to be respected. And ten for Chino. Well, she just never got clear at Caulfield. First up, it was a horror watch if you were with her, and she certainly uh, is capable of improving. I've
2: gone twelve from four, eight, and ten. I'm with Chino on top. Um, yeah, as John mentioned, it was a it was a horror horrible watch. If you're on her, she just couldn't get out at all. Um, it was a bit of a blanket go there. It's three lengths between you um, and them at the top. 1,400 meters second up. She she was um, at this at this track. She was took on a Group Two Cuny last preparation, uh, went second up and was running on well and hit the line nicely. wasn't far off Rubisaki that day. Um, I think Barrier Two, With a bit of luck in the straight. She can she can win and get about six dollars to find out. So she's on top for me. The four and next be good to your mother. Yeah, just the fact she's dropping back. He's dropping back in this grade. Can roll forward from the. From the good gate, um, hopefully can sort of return back to form. He hasn't been running badly in those group ones, but um, sort of finding a few better there. Back in grade can certainly uh, be a good recipe for him. Best of days, Gulwa. a couple of other good open runners at the top. I can certainly win this also, have to be respected. 10 be respected. Ten four one two.
0: Yes, well, I couldn't make head or tail this race, so I went for one that is probably one of the ones that Joel put the pen through, and that's uh, my old pal, a Street. He's around about 15 years of age now uh, and would need to lift on the uh, <laughs> on the Bobby Lewis run, but, you know, good record. Second up, uh, 1,400 metres, obviously, is the major plus. Just thought he might have one more black type win in him and around about 17 bucks will be going each way from Galwa. He could be a mother and legionnaire, 3, 2, 4 and 12. Race four at... Wellington on Saturday is the Gilgai Stakes, 1,200 metres for three-year-olds and up at set weights and penalties. It is a group two, and it's a pretty intriguing race,
1: although we have found a bit of unanimity here. Joel? Yeah, I'm with for Tofane, who's got the slot for the Everest, as does Sandra and Elaine, of course, announced earlier this week. But... I thought Tafane was very good there in the Bobby Lewis. Gets a bit of a weight swing on the winner, Zutori. Will strip a lot fitter. She's two from three, second up. I think she's the one out of that race that will be the one to beat. center and a lane. He was a uh, runner-up to Sunlight this race last year with 60 kilos. Gets him with 57 this time around. He meets Zutori three kilos better for beating him home. Uh, we just know he's a, just a genuine Group 1-class sprinter, so... If he's uh, come back anything like that, he's going to be very hard to beat. Seven, Kementari. We know he hasn't won for a long, long time. But a couple of his runs early last prep were very good. And he's trialled well. Just held up for one last crack at them down the straight. I reckon might be his game here. So he could uh, blow them uh, blow them away with a bit of luck. And two, Zutori, as I said, he's uh, the one probably worse off at the weights, both on last year's race and coming through the Bobby Lewis. Four on top for me from six, seven, and two.
2: Yeah, I found this tough to hone in one and be confident about him. I'll be with the Mayor Tafani, who does present second up here. After that, Bobby Lewis run when third behind the Tory as Joel touched on gets a little favour in the weights now on those horses. And um that run of the belt, two from three, second up, um, on top for me, the four. Uh, the five in next, the inevitable lose. Uh, run well, not far off. I'm only within half a length of Zutori in that same race. Um, another who can improve second up. and um, can, uh, As as he did last last preparation, he was first, second up run. He was just missed Prezado down the straight. A much improved run. Uh, the two are next, Zutori and eight in for fourth, dollar for dollar, but a couple others with genuine winning chances as well. Tough race, four, five, two and eight.
0: And I'm almost identical It's Tefani. Zutori, the inevitable dollar for dollar four two five eight race five at Flemington on Saturday. Tab Edward Manifold stakes set weights for three-year-old fillies sixteen hundred meter Group Two. Joel,
1: yeah, difficult race can make a, a strong case for a lot of these. I've gone with one of the Godolphin pair and Seven Silhouette. Thought it was a good run first up in the Jim Maloney there at Caulfield. Was slow to begin, got back, did a little bit wrong. And in a race that didn't really pan out, it was probably handy to be... It was helpful to be handy to the speed in that race, won by Odium. And I thought she was very strong late, not too far off agreeable. Who'd run the best late splits and will go into the 1,000 guineas next week as a bit of a chance. So I think Silhouette from a good draw up in distance. Hopefully she can settle a bit closer, do things a bit more right in the run. I think she's a good each way back from five, six seed indeed. Strong winner at Sandown last time out with the 60 kilos. This is obviously a lot tougher, but uh, it was a really dominant win and just the win, the sort of win that you could say she could take the next step into black type company. Three queen of rocks. Bit of a question mark on that race at Caulfield because it was such a slowly run race and there were luckless runners galore, including this filly. I'm sure she wins if she gets the the split when she needed it. But just just whether that race is going to be the right form for this. If it is, then she's a chance. And one thermosphere, the other Goodolphin runner. Well, she brings the Sydney form. Everyone's been uh, banging on about the Sydney three-year-olds, how much better that they, are, that they are than the Victorian ones, and obviously we'll get a chance to see that uh, with the fillies here. But I'm seven on top from five, three, and one.
2: Yeah, we'll learn a lot after this race. I think plenty of um, different form lines sort of meeting up here. I'm going to be with the Sydney filly thermosphere, just sort of boast the superior form lines. This time in, um, there's a question mark at 1600 meters, but um, from my eyes, I think she'll be able to handle it just fine. Wide barriers have been a bit of detriment to her this preparation. Um, probably why she's hasn't been as competitive the last couple of starts, then she's drawn wide again here, but um, with that superior form line back in sort of grade, and I think she can um, she can run well. So she's on top. Not entirely confident. They've got the stable mate in the game as well, Silhouette i touched touch on to it. Got getting a long way back in a, in a run in a race that was <clears throat> suited to those up on the speed. The five succeed indeed. Has the tick the six tick the box, 600 meters, winning at Sandown last start. Um, it's, it's progressive, and can go on with it. And in for fourth, I got Queen of Rocks, who had no luck at Caulfield last start. One five seven three. Uh, yep, and. I
0: am with Queen of Rocks as well from Thermosphere, and um, I've also got Succeed Indeed and I think Selfless. So my numbers would be three, five, right? Succeed Indeed, in fact, ahead of Thermosphere and Selfless. So three, five, one. And 15, race six at Flemington on Saturday is the Bart Cummings, 2,510 metre handicap, group three level. And it's worth 500,000, but potentially worth a lot more because the winner gets a free ticket into the Melbourne Cup, job.
1: Indeed, what an exciting race. Plenty on the line. I'm with two shared ambition. Just reckon this is his race, the race that they've earmarked. Twelve months ago, I reckon he won that race on Melbourne Cup Day. He looked such a such a promising stayer. They gave him a bit of a light autumn. Didn't tackle any of the big guns. I mean, he did run in a Group One. That was the Doncaster. He's not really a Group One miler. He did win a, a stakes race over the two thousand. Mm-hmm. Come back comebacks had wide gates in the Chelmsford and the Kingston Town. They've both been good runs. This is his ticket into the Cup because he, he needs to win, and uh, you know, as do a lot of them. But I just think he, he's going well, and this. Uh, this is his chance to stand up and and be counted. For five Lord Belvedere have always been a fan of his, and no knock on him, just continues to to rack up the wins. Twelve Chabau, sort of over raced a little bit, did a bit wrong last time out. He's been a bit fresh in those runs. Third up, he should be right at his peak. And thirteen De Beer, I gave him a chance in the Naturalism last start, and he just sort of stayed on the one pace. That was a a high-rating race, fast-run race there behind Order of the Garter is now Caulfield Cup favourite. And I thought the way De Beer sort of stuck on and, and just held his ground suggested the step-up in Tripwood's suit. And and that's, you know, the key. Certainly looking at his form card, he's much better when he gets out to this distance range. But keen on shared ambition,
2: two from 5, 12 and 13. Yeah, likewise. I'm pretty keen on shared ambition as well. He almost made him my best. Um, it's just... I think fourth up at Flemington. He's he's run well here before. His form uh, sort of beyond two thousand meters is excellent and uh the race yielding. with still plenty of upside to go I think it'll be extremely hard to beat. Um, the two. I think Chabelle, though the twelve will <coughs> we'll give a we'll give a challenge. Is third up here, the twenty five hundred meters Trips fitter from the first two runs, speaking to Trainer Robert Hickmont during the week, and um, he thinks he's, he can have this horse going any better. we will see a much improved performance from him third up. Um, he sort of over racing, I think, last start, and now third up and put to sleep in the race by Willie Pike, who um, gets on board on the third, gets on board, who's on board with him all all spring. Uh, in for fourth, I have sorry, for third, I got the gamekeeper who is uh, up in class here. But I'm, I'm sticking with him. I've, I've been with him his last two starts. I think he's been running well. Um, if I'm with him. Don't drop off. You'll get good odds about him, and so we're throwing into exotics and multiples. And in for fourth, I have Steel Prince. Um, tricky barrier, but that up here ideal for him. And getting out to his right distance range now. Two, twelve, fourteen, and then four.
0: Uh, yeah, look, I'm with Shabao from Lord Belvedere. Chucking to admire Robson, the uh, Japanese uh, the third in the right uh, stable to have that sort of uh, light staying preparation. And uh, it's going to be 27 and blowing a gale Friday, Saturday in Melbourne. Uh, This track dries out. They do like the hard tracks. The Japanese horse's uh, shared ambition I've got for fourth as well. So 12, (coughs) 5, 11 and 2 for me. The big one on Saturday at Flemington is race 7. TAB Turnbull stakes, 2,000 metres, set weights and penalties for four years old. And up Joel.
1: You know, gone with six, master of wine. He's uh, looking a real chance in the Caulfield Cup, but a real chance of not getting in too. Um, so I think they're going to really need to win this race as, as a, a ballot ticket into the Caulfield Cup. He was very good in the Mackay Diva, just sort of loomed up and then perhaps didn't quite quicken at the mile, but it was a much improved run from what we saw of him in Sydney, first up in the Wink Stakes. He draws well, gets to 2,000 metres uh, for the first time since that superb run in the Queen Elizabeth off a, off a tough Trip in transit. So each way for me, Master of Wine to beat Finch. I liked him in this race last year and a cracking race uh, for second, coming off a Kingston Town win and then went and ran good races in both the cups. Missed the Kingston Town this year, so comes here second up. I thought his Chelmsford run was very good, every bit as twelve, every bit as good as twelve months ago. So he's certainly a player. Fourteen Superstorm, real interesting runner. Eleven hundred to fourteen hundred to two thousand, hardly the ideal prep. But just no luck at all in the Rupert Clark, and his fresh run was good. So still a bit untapped, a bit of X-factor about him, and certainly want to keep him on my side. And three surprise baby, beaten first up in the Fian, but far from disgraced, and Humidor, Well, he franked that form with a, a good performance behind Russian Camelot last week. Six on top for me from 12, 14, and three.
2: It was a pleasing effort from Master of Wine in the Macaby Diva, and it was on him there. Can't drop him off the, on the back of that run, but I mean, it was very good. Finding line He's up to his preferred trip now, 2,000 meters. Um, drawn ideally in barrier four, Michael Rod sticks, and I'll uh, be having a good bet on him again. Hoping he can go a couple better. So the six on top, 12, and next Finch, who, as well as also mentioned earlier, is pretty well weighted, 54 and a half kilos. Um, Looking late in this edition last year. And the first run, he's right on track. Um, so he's in next, the 12, 9, in for third. Very elegant. Um, obviously a very classy mare. Not a whole lot of luck in the Georgia mare, but she's run well there. Um, one of those horses who is well-weighted and gets out to 2,000 metres. You know, She'll she run out of the trip just fine. So those are probably the top, the main three. I'll be having a play around 6, 12, and 9. I've got the three in for four which is surprise baby. Uh, can't leave him out too to too. And excellent return in the fan, I thought. Um, that's 2,000 metres now. So 6, 12, 9 and then 3.
0: Yeah, I am on surprise baby. In fact, made him my best of the day. Just think he's a bit of a freak. Half the size of Farlat and uh, is... Going to be uh, once again another of these poor Pruska second-up horses who is going to be very suited over the extra distance on Saturday. From very elegant Superstorm and look, Dallasan is probably a probably a length below these, but uh, and what probably won't win, but uh, it's just so honest. Uh, you got to have him in your first fours, three, nine, fourteen, and five. For me, race eight at Flemington on Saturday, Lexus Rose of Kingston Stakes, fourteen hundred meters for mares. At group two level, Joel.
1: Uh, five, Madame Rouge, for me. Both her runs have been excellent at Caulfield from the outside barrier on both, occasion, both occasions. Uh, he, she's going well. She loves dry ground. Gets her chance here back to Mare's Grade. Two, Rubisaki. Well, I think you've just got to give her another chance. No, not No real excuses to the eye first up in the Cochrane, but she's much better than that. And uh, it's really the first, first bad race she's run. First time she's missed the Cornella. So got to be forgiving. The three pretty brazen. Came out of that Cockrum, won the Let's Elope, and then backed up seven days later with a terrific effort in the Rupert Clark. So she's certainly right in the mix here. And I want to keep 17 Sierra Sue safe if she gets a run. I'm not sure if they've had an issue this prep because she's been in a few times. She's now over a month between runs. That's a question mark, but she's got a lot of talent in this mare. Just wouldn't be shocked to see her bob up
2: at a bit of a price. Five on top from two, three, and seventeen. Struggle, um, sort of (coughs) honing in on a quadi in this leg of, so no one attending a real live chance to. Um, I'm going to be at the five, Madame Rouge on top, just over the two, Rubisaki. Uh, As Joel said, both her runs back from a spell have been excellent. Tackled the Group One company last start, 56 on her back and. a mile off him from the wide draw, she's drawn much better here, and you and he can certainly win the 5 2 Rubisaki. I think, yeah, as Joel said, have to give her another chance. She was flying last preparation, um, she's apple of everyone's eye last prep, and then first up, a little disappointing. Um, on a good three track, um, a few have dropped off her. I think she can certainly bounce back uh, in for four, in for third, up the six perfect duel backs up from the valley. Um, just me, Mr. Chen. Of course, last start and the three pretty, pretty brazen goes in as well. A few others with definite chances, and we'll go in, we we'll into a wider quaddy. Five, two, six, and the three.
0: Perfect draw for me from Pretty Brazen, Bonvicini, and Madame Rouge. Six, three, seven, and five. Finally, at Flemington race nine, Kirkland Lake, gold, silver imposed stakes. A uh, super imposed stakes, I should say. Eighteen hundred meters. Uh, or three-year-olds, listed race, set weights and penalties, Joel?
1: Yeah, well, a bit of a raffle, this race. Um, plenty of different form lines. Obviously, a lot of these trying to stake a claim for the Derby, getting to this sort of trip for the first time. Very hard race. I've got the 19 on top if it gets a run, but needs three scratchings, a reliable dude. Uh, just looks a nice staying type. Both runs over shorter trips have been pretty good. So if he gets a run, I'll be backing him. Uh, otherwise, six, El Borado will be my top pick. Very good run behind Cherry Tortoni at his second start, and everyone sort of pegged him as a possible derby contender. Uh, first up, Mornington, 1,200. Nothing wrong with that. Finishing third with a big weight. And then at Flemington the other day, race really wasn't run to suit. He was the first one exposed, three wide. No cover from the 800, and he ran home well, beating less than two lengths despite only beating two home. So both his runs suggest he's still on right on track for a derby Prep, 14, young Verta, who was very impressive on debut, over 1,500, very strong last 100 metres there. Uh, so, yeah, I can see why he's come up favourite because that was an impressive win. And three, Elcione, interesting for a quick backup. Finished last in the st- stakes last week, but lost, um, sort of lost contact with the field. I thought his last 100 metres was uh, more than respectable and won't shock at all to see him improve sharply. 19 if it gets a run
2: from 6, 14 and 3. The three, Alcyone uh, I think the run was better than it looks in the start stakes, It 7th to 7th there last Friday night, beaten seven lengths. But uh, the race didn't change much complexion, those up the front sort of, <clears throat> the race suited. Um, and he sort of warmed up pretty late. And quick backup, I think he can atone in, um, in what, is a, what is a weaker race, the three up, up up in trip. So on top of three, the seven, the praise is a bit of a knockout hope, I thought. Um, impressed me with... Winning the Maiden at Warner Then went to Flemington and ran on well for um, in a race run to suit those off on the speed. There's two runs next at Bendigo and Caulfield. Just had no luck at all in those. Uh, was wide last start at Caulfield. Uh, I just sort of wallow the odds 46 to 1. Looks to some staying abilities up to 1,800 metres now. I've been turning down to the ground. Um, and definitely worth a bet at, at that big price. The seven. The Prez. the five. The next, Celestial Soul. Yeah, well, that luck at Caulfield, it was good behind Flash Flood running on Mooney Valley and start prior. Looked suited up in Trip and then the 14 and worked in next 37514
0: for me. Uh, as Joel alluded to, I thought Alvarado was a uh, value here. made him my uh, value better today. Young Verta. Celestial Soul and Luna Fox 6.14.51. That was my value bet race 9, number 6, Alvarado. Best was race 7, number 3, Surprise Baby. Daniel's best race 2, number 8, September Run. Uh, value race 3, number 10, Fashino. Joel's best race 6, number 2, Shared Ambition. Value bet race 7, number 6, Master of Wine. We head across. To Morfittville Parks or Adelaide racing on Saturday. And uh, plenty of uh, of runners there in a nine race card. Daniel, one of our old pals, is uh, kicking us off as your best in the first tier.
2: Yeah, it's Wings of Pastrami. As I said, Bucks, very competitive nine race card in Adelaide. Very, um, plenty of good betting races there. I think, and one of those comes in the first, Wings of Pastrami. First up, about 460, I think it's a Really good price for this mare. Um, first up over 1,100, It's is a trip that's well short of uh, her best. Um, got a long way back. Which is not, They go a long way back and, and was solid to the line without, without sort of threatening. Quickly up to 1,400 metres now, much more ago. She's one for one at this trip. Um, and she got a touch of class about it, this mare. So barrier one gets a soft draw. settled closer than she did last start in the smaller field. And I think... Yeah, she does been a pretty handy one in Aqueduct. She's two for two from since coming over from New Zealand. Uh, four sixty at the price, and we'll end up a good bet on her wings of pastrami. Get us off to a fly, hopefully. Race one, number five. The value comes up in race six. Um, it's about $5 at the moment. Lady Dunmore for the informed Philip Stokes camp. Uh, Three year old filly from Wanjina So, no luck last start in a small field at Morfeville Park. So, that was last weekend. She's on the quick backup. I love the win at Gawler, 2 She overcame a bit of bother there and hit the line nicely, is able to grab. Win right on the line as a $1.40 favourite, but she had plenty against her. Um, I think she's a pretty talented filly on 55.5 kilos. Uh, Hard to beat in that fair. and $5 at the moment, so I have each way a bet on her. $5, $2 to place. Race 6, number 13, Lady Dunmore.
0: All righty, we get back to Eagle Farm at last uh, for the Brisbane Racing on Saturday. What have you found for us
2: there, Daniel? Yeah, Desert Lord has come up, yeah, about even money, about $1.80, $1.90. Um, well, he couldn't have been much more impressive. It was his first start for the David Van Dyke stable. Uh, of course, he promised plenty with Team Hawks in Sydney, uh, but he had one for some time. He's come to the Van Dyke stable, and he's got his confidence back with a Pretty comfortable victory, fresh. Forty hundred metres, second up both ticks and um, does meet the Cairns superstar, the who comes down from up north and has already put together a picket fence of late, but I think he'll be too classy, Desert Lord, for these and you're winning better races in time in Brizzy. The value comes up the race before, race seven, that's in Metzen, the nine. Fresh run, better than it looked, I thought, at the Gold Coast. Um, he was headed there and fought on OK, still managed to run fourth. One impressive winner in Beaufort Park. He always improves into his second up run this horse. I think for barrier six, he'll be able to settle in a pretty prominent position again. And we'll take some catching. A couple of these don't really like to win. It's a, it's in a deep race. I think there's only three or four genuine winning chances. And Metzen will certainly get his chance um, drawn well. His big odds, I think 20 to one when I last looked. So, um, hopefully we can snag that and then more money to load and dunk on Desert Lord in the next race seven, number nine.
0: Any thoughts on Eagle Farm, John?
1: Uh, nothing on Eagle Farm for me, but I will go, just go back and going back to Morfordville one at a bit of a price, race three, number nine, Steinbrenner. Two runs since joining Travis Dowdle in Adelaide haven't been much chop, but he's had wide trips in transit both times Quick backup from last Saturday. He drops from 59 to 52 after the claim for Jess Eaton, and the step-up in distance is a big plus. If he's going to do anything in Adelaide, I would have thought that he's going to be running a good race on Saturday at upwards of 20 to
0: 1. Cal Kalgoorlie, the venue for WA Metro Racing on Saturday. It is Iron Jack Kalgoorlie Cup Day. That is race 8, listed event over 2,200 metres. BJ Ryan is with number 6, Divine Shadow. To beat four, Friar Fox, one Come Play With Me and nine, Mackenzie Brook. BJ's best, race six, number three, Bogart. And his value bet at around $6.50, race one, number seven, Street Fair. Earlier in the day across the Tasman, Joel, they are racing. We've got the Hastings Carnival, plus we've got the support meeting at Rickerton.
1: Yeah, Hastings, It uh, kick off with the best in race three, number eight, Chinchento, ran a really good race first up, settled back and then made a mid-race move and no match for the winner, but stuck on really well for second. Only won the one race, but really things didn't, haven't gone his way in the last 12 months. Nearly won a race during this Hastings Carnival last year. was nabbed in the final stride. So definitely good enough to win a race like this, race three, number eight. I've made my value in the big one, the race nine, number 12, illicit. One of the best three-year-old fillies from New Zealand last season, along with Jennifer Eccles. They're both in this race on Saturday. Very impressive win first up. She was a class above her rivals there. And I think she can take it to the Tiakau big guns of Melody Bell and Avantage. And watch out for Van Cougar. Very good run first up at 1,400 a couple of weeks ago. Looks right on track for the 2,000 metre race in a couple of weeks. But... Uh, Include her in your exotics if you're going wide. Ricketon, the best, comes up race 10, number 15, Communique. Placed in... um, It was was a group three winner of a, a Phillies race last season Then went to the New Zealand Oaks and didn't have much go her way in that race. She's come back this time in, run three good races, built to that nice win third up, and I think she can win again from a good draw. And the value earlier in the day for the same connections, race five, number eight, Elizabeth Rose. Is a maiden meeting a couple of winners here in a decent 1400 metre race. But I thought there was sharp improvement from her second up Uh, with the blinkers on. And now she gets to 1400. She gets her chance to be very competitive uh, each way. Race five, number eight. All
0: right. That wraps up a massive Saturday of racing around Australasia and brings us to our best $20 bets of the weekend, or as we like to call them, lazy lobsters. Lazy Lobsters, Lazy Lobsters.
1: Lazy Lobsters, Lazy
0: Lobsters. Yes, thank you to Suburban Rock Patrol for our Lazy Lobsters theme, suburbanrockpatrol.bandcamp.com. Turn your lockdown into a rockdown. Well, last week we um, uh, pretty much broke even. Uh, I got the money with instant celebrity, Joel Lyons Roar, scratched from the gloaming, running at Newcastle on Saturday. So surely gets the money, doesn't
1: it? Yeah, well, I haven't seen the field, but I'm assuming it will be a, a pretty warm favourite. But, uh, yeah, I think we might have to... Load him up in some multis on Saturday. Alrighty, righty.
0: Well, uh, I uh, will do the old, old – it's my honour, given that I uh, managed to make a profit last week with Instant Celebrity, and I'm going to go for another one that's probably going to be a similar price, and that is at Flemington on Saturday. I speak of race uh, – to number eight, September run. We do have a guest lobster this week. Bobby Webb, no good last week with Miami Bound. But this week we've got uh, Hugo Mayo. He is going Enthar. So he's really just dropping it at the feet and running, isn't he, with the $1.80 uh, <laughs> uh, 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 first start. Uh, Joel, uh, what are you
1: yeah, maybe I should try doing something like that. I don't think I've had one of these $20 win bets, certainly for a long time. We've uh, we got our backs against the wall a bit, but I'm going Shared Ambition. Probably one of the you know most competitive races all day, but I think it's his mini grand final here on Saturday. So race six at Flemington, number well, two.
2: Well, I was going to go September round, picked at Barks, and I was going to go Shared Ambition until so you picked at Joel. So... Uh... <laughs> I'll go to Valley. Well, look, I, like you can have I'm happy to go to
0: Farney If you if you're no, coming no, on no, September, no,
2: it's it's fine. I'll I'll go Mooney Valley. I was um tossing up between maybe going there anyway for mine. Um, on the, any rules where they can do the spend the twenty on the Friday night? Uh, oh yeah, go for it. Yeah, sweet. So great. Race seven, Mooney Valley. Um, look sharpish. Three up to the, oh, yeah. up a trip to the 2000, uh, 2040 meters now. Um, having a very good preparation and up to this sort of trip has a listed second in about ta- Made a similar trip. Be hard to beat in the seventh at Mooney Valley Friday night.
1: Yeah, I like you're thinking there, Daniel. I'm with her as well on Friday night. Excellent.
2: All
0: right. Well, that leaves us only to remind you to pick up your winning post if you haven't already. It is uh, in shops Friday morning around most of the country. But if you can't wait that long and you're listening to us on Thursday, don't forget winning post is now online. For only five bucks, you get everything you get in the paper. In fact, uh, you actually get a little bit more because uh, we have different form guides in different editions from state to state. You get them all in the, uh, in the online edition. So, this week's online edition, for that matter, is 119 pages, whereas the printed edition is only 104. So, some pretty good value there. How do you get it? Well, probably the simplest way is to go to winningpost.com.au and click in the link on the main story, or you can go direct to issu.com, that's issu and search for winning post. Uh, and this, as well as uh, all the form guides from Friday to Sunday, there's plenty of great reading. Uh, as uh, we mentioned earlier, there is Joel's interview with Matt Laurie and uh, uh, Daniel's with Robert Hickmott. We've got columns from uh, Tony Kneebone. Paul Richard, Shane Templeton, Matt Stewart. Crossword, trivia, quiz, spot the changes, all your favourite features, all only five bucks. However, enjoy the weekend. Punter's back plenty of winners, and we'll talk to you next Thursday on the Preview Podcast.